Dish Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast. I am DJ Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect, and with me... Is Ann Christensen, who has no a.k.a. You're a.k.a. the greatest food critic to ever live. Uh-huh, yeah, sure. I'll take it, yeah. I mean, why not? If Tariq gives you, you always a title, compl- You always complain that I don't give you compliments, and I just give uh, you probably I complain the best about that all the time, yeah. Compliment right. ever. Thank you. Thank anyway. you, Anyway. This week, we got a lot to talk about uh, dumplings. Uh, we have a wine dinner. We have uh, Axe Ann. I, I saw you did an Axe Ann in Milwaukee Magazine, and it's about this really interesting uh, subscription service. So we're going to talk about that as well. But we're going to kick it off with a dumplings, a dumpling festival, Chicago's annual World Dumpling Festival. And I, and I decided to do that because I felt sorry for the bears. So give a little love to Chicago. You feel sorry for the bear. Oh, Night. wow. You're the only person in all of the, all of the land, the so, Milwaukee land. So uh, I, I think the only sad part about Dumpling Fest is that it's not in Milwaukee. Yeah, that's that's true. I wish right? it was in Milwaukee. But yeah, but uh, for it's a, it's a, it sounds like a great uh, weekend to get away. It's on September 23rd. It's at Navy Piers Polk Brothers Park. It's kind of a partnership with the World Music Fest that happens in Chicago. But it's the, I think it's the second, yeah, it is the second annual World Dumpling Fest. I know we've talked about having dumplings and the lack of dumpling choices in we, Milwaukee. We have long lamented the lack yeah. of dumpling choices. So for those who love those delicious wrapped goodies. Let me ask you this, Tariq. Yeah. Do you think anything that is wrapped in, you know, some kind of dough um, and, you know, has a filling and is of a certain size could be a dumpling? You could call just, it a dumpling, yeah. I think that's what a dumpling basically is. I don't think it really matters. You could even call it, what's it, stromboli? Oh, it's not really a dumpling because you can see inside. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I'd call that a dumpling. But Pizza pocket is a dumpling. Du- <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess. I mean, it would be really odd to call it that. But, but dumplings are generally, I mean, you could probably say generally like steamed, fried, or maybe if they're soup dumplings. Soup dumplings, pan-seared, yeah. Pan-seared, but... Mm-hmm. I it's mean, really, was, there's, you know, it's it's a pretty simple concept, I yeah. guess, right? But it's a genius concept. Incredibly delicious. Yeah. So this place in Chicago, uh, September 23rd, is basically it's a it's a partnership again with World Music Fest, which is a really cool event. We checked it out in Chicago, and the department Chicago City is part of this festival, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Like the city understands the importance of dumplings. Right. Good up, good, good for you, Chicago. Department of Cultural Affairs, all-age event. Uh, there's 10 neighborhood-based uh, ethnic restaurants will be featuring offering dumplings, everything from Ethiopian dumplings to pierogies to Chinese to Ukrainian to Mexican. Uh, it looks it looks like there's going to be tamales. Tamales. Too, to me, I, I guess I wouldn't have thought of as a dumpling, but... Yeah, I mean, it's it's a loose yeah. term. I guess you can call it loose term. I think it's a fantastic idea to really embrace other cultures through the love of dumplings. Because sometimes other types of ethnic foods are not lended into a festival setting like dumplings are. Because mm-hmm. you can like eat it with chopsticks or your hands sure. or whatever and still sure. talk and hold a beer or whatever yep. you want. So I think that's a, a dumplings. It's a gateway drug to somebody's culinary. Uh, yeah. I, th- I also think it's something that you can eat a fair number of them. Mm-hmm. So those 10 ethnic places, it seems to me like 
you know, you could probably get easily get through five of those yeah. places and try um, different. Now, I'm going to guess all of them are kind of different sizes, but yeah. how cool to, to kind of have that like global mm-hmm. dumpling experience. <laughs> and, and if I wonder if they like, you know, how Wisconsin does want there to be a dumpling eating contest. Yeah. <laughs> huh. I don't know. Have you ever thought of, you know, doing a food contest, Tariq? Uh if it's a dumpling food contest or a... You do it? I mean, like I'll quantity, you can handle that? I would like, do a soup dumpling contest. You could do it fast. Like, oh. You could really eat Well, it. soup dumplings come out hot, so... Yeah, I think that might be really difficult. <laughs> well, at least they come out like least lukewarm, then I'll, <laughs> I'll probably do them. Uh, but it got me thinking, Anne, about like, you know, this is Chicago, and I've been thinking about like, what can we do something different for fall for this bite? It's like a series. And mm-hmm. I thought about... You know how people like doing getaways uh, in Milwaukee to Chicago or or St. Louis for a weekend or a couple of days to get away during the fall? What do you think about us doing kind of our take on those kind of getaways, but a culinary getaway in like Chicago, St. Louis, Detroit? Like we pick our favorite places yeah. and talk and about them. We like, tell you exactly where to go, what yeah. to eat. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. Um and I think there's a way to super personalize it with mm. the bites too. Yeah. So I think that like, so, so all the listeners out there, so this is something we're hopefully, we're probably going to do. I, I'm pretty sure because I put it out there in the universe. Because he's saying it on the air right we're now. We're saying it right on the air. So we're going to put together this series of guides to, culinary guides to different Midwest cities you can drive to, courtesy of this bites and, and myself. Uh, be on the lookout for that in the coming weeks. So. And you know what? We can't get enough of those dumplings. No. Or buns. either. Buns. I love buns. I love hot buns. <laughs> Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. Right, 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 right. Now we're back on this. Bites and Tariq, a.k.a. the architect. Uh, speaking of dumplings, Easy Tiger. I don't know when it, when it happened, but they have a new menu. Seemed probably a week, a few weeks ago. I guess I don't know, but no, it's. I think it's been a. I think it's been longer than that. Yeah, but, but I guess we noticed they, it. Yeah, we noticed it. They um, Easy Tiger is a was a, when it opened a small plates restaurant on Brady Street. Easy Tiger with a Y, yes. not an I. Um, it's owned by the same people that run the Dynamite Thai restaurants, um, but. They had for a while been doing specials of like miso and like and, and steamed buns and things mm-hmm. like that. And if you rem- recall, when they opened with their kind of global mm-hmm. small plates menu, they had buns. Yes. They, oh, yeah. they definitely I mean, had an Asian element to the mm-hmm. menu. But now the menu is pretty much, is it's focused, by and large, it is on Asian. Asian. Yes. Like when they first opened, it was a kind of a global tapas right. restaurant. I remember one of my favorite dishes with the pig ears. Yes, the pig ears nachos. I think I ate like six of those in setting. So <laughs> But uh, now it's um, uh, more focused on Asian cuisine. Uh, the menu kind of kicks off with bao, which are kind of buns, so usually steamed or baked buns. There's a beef brisket one uh, that has cucumber kimchi in there and daikon and a mayo fried chicken with uh, miso ranch and lemongrass pickles and a buffalo tofu for my, uh, well, I guess it's not really vegan. It's vegetarian, uh, crispy Simple swimming tofu, hot sauce, blue cheese, sort of long, takes along the buffalo chicken mm-hmm. kind of um, <clears throat> flavor of uh, tofu in a bao form. 
They also have a breakdown of menu into shareable plates with son-in-law eggs. Okay, that's interesting. I'm assuming the son-in-law of, is this their recipe, I'm guessing? Which is based on traditional Thai-style fried hard-boiled eggs. Now, that sounds interesting. A fried hard-boiled yeah. egg. I love hard-boiled eggs. So. Have you ever had a fried hard-boiled egg? Um, no. Other than maybe but scotch eggs scotch are eggs. fried. Yeah. So, but there's nothing stuffed inside. I think I'm guessing. I don't know, but I want those eggs. So it has like tamarind sauce, crispy shallots, and uh, red jalapenos mm -hmm. on top of it. Um, they also have this pho egg roll. So it's taking the idea of a pho and put it into an egg roll kind of presentation with grilled steak, rice noodles, hoisin sauce, Thai, all the accoutrements that come with a traditional bowl of pho, which is very clever. Remember, uh, uh, not Dan Dan, Snack Boys, I was telling you, they have the, they, I don't know if they still have it, they had a version of the French dip sandwich, but yeah. in, a, in a version called a pho dip sandwich, instead of the, the typical right. au jus, it was a pho with the same kind of ingredients inside the sandwich form. You yeah. dip it, which was really tasty. You know, they seem to have this uh, kind of track record of doing some of those interesting things that maybe, you know, just because of time and, you know, what goes into making those things is really only some, mm -hmm. like, a one-off thing, like or like one week or yeah. one night or something. And, I, and that's cool? It's, yeah, it's really But then cool. if there's something like, amazing... Off the charts, yeah. And, and then, then it's gone, it. you're like... Guys, you they suck. do have a regular menu though, yeah. with a lot of mm -hmm. repeats. But that yeah. being said, yes, um, uh, they're dumplings though. Tariq. Speaking of dumplings, again yeah. we mentioned earlier when we kicked off the show the Chicago World Dumplings, but you can get some uh, some it looks like some very tasty dumplings there. They have the beef short rib shumai dumpling, kind of I guess the shumai usually shumai is shrimp, mm -hmm. but it's a short rib. And the shumai aren't those typically like a like a bundle the way they're yeah. sort of mm -hmm. it's a different wrapping yeah. style shumai. I assume shumai means the style of dumpling. Right. And, but this has like, it's interesting ingredients in this one. Very hearty ingredients with the exception of the pho broth inside of yeah, it. Yeah, the So it has broth. I love uh, caramelized that, yeah. onion, parsnip puree, grilled broccolini, and the pho broth with crispy parsnip. They also have a pan-seared pork dumpling. Can't go around pork dumplings. I don't know. What about pork dumplings? They're just mm, I magical. Agree. I agree. But this has a fennel puree, apple kimchi, and chive chorizo vinaigrette. Interesting flavor combinations there. And finally, um, for all you crackers out there, they have a duck dumpling. <laughs> you know, which has a miso yam. I had yam. to laugh at your joke. <laughs> has a miso yam. That's interesting. Pickled plum for gras. Um, hey, French... French help, please. What? For gras, for gras velouté. What's that? Oh, velouté. Velouté. What is that? Um, well, you know what foie gras is? It's yeah. duck liver pate. Mm -hmm. I think that's um, kind of a sauce. Okay. Interesting. This is interesting fillings for these dumplings, actually. And then, of course, they have their ramen. Uh, they have a miso ramen, a mushroom, a mushroom soyu ramen, which has kale, black garlic oil, enoki mushrooms, and tagarashi. And then they have scallion noodles, which is basically ramen noodles with a ginger scallion sauce with eggplant sofrito. And I'm going to go back to that velouté for a minute. The foie gras velouté is really typically like a light roux. Okay. Made with, so well, like a roux made from a light from. stock. So um, so when you think of a, a roux as being kind of a, a cream sauce. Okay. You know, and, and, and so they, have, how long they kind of blend the, the foie gras into it. Okay. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, you know, some of those kind of, um, it's... Did you know that in French cuisine, there, there are like five mother sauces? Yes. 
I know about the mother sauces and and, uh, and things like the hollandaise. Mm-hmm. And then um, and the, then and then someone told me they're in in Asia. I think it's Vietnam or they have their own mother sauces too. Oh sure, I would think yeah. every culture mm-hmm. does. But you know, bechamel. There's a tomato one. I'm trying hollandaise. To Ho- yeah, the hollandaise and and avelutes. I believe one, one of the of mother sauces. Too. Yeah. So uh, once you master those, that's kind of the foundation then, of yes, for your, French cuisine. Yes, and to me, if you've mastered sauces, you you're you're very you're ahead in the game. I think, <laughs> don't you think? If you can yeah. do really well with sauces, that's I think sauces is it's a it's a interesting culinary technique. Yeah, and how how sure. different sauces prepared and how it can really uh, affect the final dish, good or bad, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So now, did you mention about their ramens? Yes, that they are doing a few different ramens. ramens. Now, just so you know, over the summer they've been doing these like fusion ramen. Oh yeah, one that was a caprese ramen. This is Easy Tiger. So mm-hmm. the, the caprese was like the cross between um, a caprese salad hmm. and and a well, and mozzarella a ramen. with fresh so mozzarella. So there were yeah there was, there was fresh mozzarella and the caprese you what know those little tomatoes. Um, it was a clear, almost like a like a like a vegetarian broth. Huh. They also did a butter corn ramen um, that had charred sweet corn in it and herb tofu. I do um, not and like corn chi- soup. I and a chili soft boiled egg. I You don't like corn soup? I no. don't like corn in soup. It oh, just, corn just, in it's, soup, it's, yeah. It reminds me, I, I'm not going there. Let's leave it that. Well, Maybe. I grew up really disliking creamed corn, you know, like out it's of the texture thing, it's yeah. horrible. Anyway, yeah. I did want to mention one other thing that, that they've been doing as a special on certain nights of the week, they have a certain burger that they do. Yeah, um, they were calling it um, kind of the Impossible Mac. Impossible. So um, it, it, it's, it's a vegetarian burger. It has the Impossible, the impossible burger, burger which we talked about before. Mm. Uh, um, witchcraft, I call it witchcraft. Witchcraft, yeah, and it's um, inside a sesame bao bun with American cheese, diced onion, lemongrass pickles, bulgogi, Thousand Island dressing. Um, and then it comes with togarashi sweet potato chips. That sounds really delicious. That was the a Monday, the okay. Monday night special. And so I would, you know, look at their their specials because they're doing some really fun okay. things on the weeknights. Cool. That's easy tiger. Next, uh, there's a new place happening in, in Tosa. Yeah. What's going on in Tosa? Well, you know, I th- it, there's a little bit of a theme going on here because this new restaurant, it's called... Um, uh, Midtown Grill. It opened in the old, the old John Sandwich Shop. If you know Wauwatosa, you definitely know John Sandwich Shop. That place was an institution for many many years, and has been gone now for a while. Now the owner of um, the North Avenue Grill, which is at Seventy Second and North, is that the place one, is always packed. Yeah, well, he's the one that opened the Midtown Grill. Okay, so. Um, this uh, is at 89th and North, so it's another kind of a another North Avenue place. Um, and actually, it was last year that John's closed, and it had been open close to like 55 years, mm-hmm. I want to say. Um, but so, so right now, what what the owner is doing is kind of this comfort food style, big breakfast. You know, you come in and it's open in the morning for lunch, and then, or I'm sorry, for breakfast and lunch, and um, you know, huge piles of eggs and hash browns and, um, you know, that kind of comfort food, okay. um, which I think is, I, I feel like this is suddenly becoming a trend of people really wanting these hearty, you know, dinery style, this diner, mm-hmm. hearty dinery style food. And, you know, obviously it's really economical. It's not very expensive. It's also really filling and tasty, delicious. One of the things he's doing on the menu, he meaning um, 
His name is Mike Toplovich. Uh, he's got a pancake flight. You know, we talked about, you know, I mean, I guess you could make a flight out of anything, right? Yeah. Typically you see it wine or beer flights, you know, things like that. It's very filling kind um, of flight. There's a restaurant on Brady Street that does like a pasta flight. Um, <laughs> this is doing, pa- a pan- they're doing a pancake flight. He's got a sweet bacon pecan pancake, multi-grain with plantains, and a are they like the, swirl are pancake. Are they like the tiny, probably little, probably small, little, little plantains. Smaller. But that's just sort of a fun idea. Um, you know, that's along with, I mean, you can just have your basic golden brown stacks of uh, pancakes, traditional pancakes. He's doing breakfast sliders. He's got um, a creme brulee French toast street breakfast taco, a power bowl. Wait, say that again. Creme brulee. I'm sorry. They're not together. Oh. Creme brulee French toast. That's not a cool. One like, item. That's sorry. like creme brulee. I've been called creme brulee French toast street taco. That just Wouldn't sounds that be- like. That, that sounds like a thing. We yeah, could do doesn't it? it? We could, anyway, I was talking too fast. Yeah, street or uh, street breakfast tacos, which have a choice of chorizo or barbacoa with scrambled eggs and okay. tortilla cheese. Um, chicken and waffles, uh, because, you know, there's got to be some healthy stuff on here. A Midtown Power Bowl that has... Uh, Why? Why does it have to be healthy? Come on. There's, there's Why not? tons of healthy options out there. Because you know what? People are going to come in and they're going to still add. They're going to ask for it. Drink water. This, you That's know, I, I can't wait till you open your restaurant because you're going to be such a hard, and I can't say the other part of what that's going to be, <laughs> hard arse. Can I say ass? that? You can say ass. Ass is completely legal. Okay. Well, you're going to be tough because I know those those people are going to come in and they say, Tariq, but don't you have like I'm, I'm going to point them some to something else. vegetables or something well, got, and you're going to say no. There's a tons of options for that. Why do I have to provide options? That's my thing. All right. Like I get it. If there's no options, then I'll do it. But- I'm not going to step on someone else's toes who do, who would do it better than I would. So you might get their pork belly sweet potato hash, power hash. No. It's a power hash because it has a veggie power blend in it. See, anything with power in a food <laughs> dish, no. I'm not eating no power anything. Okay. Well, um, along with those, they have I am power. omelets, skillets. I'm just going to finish out here just mentioning a few other things. If you come in at lunchtime, for sure, a Reuben sandwich. In fact, mm. there's a really good Reuben at North Avenue Grill. Of course, the best Reuben being at McDonald's. Bob's, which is also Jake's. on North Avenue. Jake's. I really like McBob's. Jake's. We might have to arm wrestle over this. Jake's. Um, Jake's are the land of Falcons of corned beef. McBob's are the. Okay, fine. You know, anyway, just kidding. Some creative names here. Better, t- better dig the pig. That's crazy. It's a. Pr- it's so. It's a brat patty, pork belly, smoked gouda, bacon onion jam on a pretzel bun. Sandwich. That's, that's okay. fine. That's good. And then they've got something called cheesezilla. That, that's, that's power food right that's there. That's power food. Zilla and killer tomato soup. That so that's um, a grilled cheese with three cheeses: cheddar, smoked gouda, and jack. I got people with killer that, tomato soup. People are really on Facebook when we did that grilled cheese championship. People really said it's supposed to be I'm one not, cheese. Mm-hmm. You're not a grilled oh. cheese if you do more more than one cheese. It, it's doesn't people, count. Oh wait, pe- what what were people saying on Facebook when we did that? Remember when we did the grilled cheese championship and they had were those- chiming in and saying that it's not a grilled cheese? Then it's not grilled cheese when you had all this stuff. It's one no. cheese. Well, it's one cheese. Okay, then that, that's I'm not saying really- I'm, I'm yeah, not. Yeah, I don't know. I know, but I feel like that's a super traditionalist. I um, think that's just nostalgia. Opinion, and that's and, fine. And I think sure. Yeah. But um, I heartily endorse yeah. multiple cheeses. Yeah. So I just found that interesting. Not all of them work. Because, no. I mean, you're going to find cheeses that don't But I think it's just a nostalgia thing of growing up as a kid. It was one cheese, either American or cheddar. Yeah, we always That was cheddar. it. That was it. You know? I did not. Okay, so we had a lot 
we had a lot of processed things when I was growing up. We had processed foods for sure. But we never had American cheese. So I uh, we always had like real cheddar cheese, which mm. thank goodness we had that. However, we had grilled we cheddar cheese. We had American cheese, but every grilled cheese we made at home was cheddar. We didn't do American cheese. Yeah. It was cheddar. Right. With the butter and everything else. But so I don't I don't like I don't like American cheese. Why don't you cheese. tell me that it's not cheese anyway. It's why don't you tell me or somebody else that instead of butter, people use Recommended use mayonnaise instead of butter. I've, I've, yes, I haven't done not, I have not done that myself, I hear that's myself like, but I, it's a technique I've seen. Yes, I hear that's like I've heard it makes you it never go very back. crispy. You never yep. go back, mm -hmm. and even more flavorful. Than and butter. maybe, yeah, more flavorful too. Yeah. Maybe because it's more fatty. <laughs> Could be. I would probably try mixing yeah. it, butter and mayonnaise. mayonnaise? Mm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, next up is uh, this weekend, right? Bayview yeah, Bash? the Bayview Bash. I guess. What can people really eat fall. while they're drinking their their their, their fun away at huh? Bayview Bash? Drinking the day away. Yeah. Um. Did you know that, it, that the Bayview Bash was established in two thousand and four? Where have I been? I didn't realize it's been that long. I wasn't even here, so I it's it's always fourteen been here. years ago. Always been here since I moved here. All right. Uh, it's a community festival, mm -hmm. as you may know, yep. of food, art, music, crafts, books, and community organizations, and it's held. Books. On, in Bayview, of course, but Kinnikinnick Avenue between Potter and Clement. Oh, that little weird intersection. Yeah. That, so that you funky... want, yeah, you want yeah. to drive down there and try to find some parking. And good luck with that, because everybody's <laughs> going to be down there. Um, your choices of for food are uh, going to be familiar if you're from Bayview. So mm. you're definitely going to be able to find the people from Cafe Lulu, Cafe Corazon, Hue Vietnamese Restaurant. All great choices. Vanguard as well. Um, plenty of street food too. Um, Jericho's. You ever had Jericho's barbecue? Their food truck, right? Yeah, he's he pulls he's, like a rig with a huge. Does the food truck it. look like some cowboy western? Pretty thing? kind of. Okay. Yeah, I have not had it yet. He's gonna be down there. Uh, Foxfire. We've talked about them yes. before. Um, Funky fresh spring rolls. I love those spring rolls, by I the love, way. I love those guys. You know what they did? Fried. You know what they did? Uh, they were at, a, I think they do everywhere Truman? they go. Truman um, McGee? He's the owner. Truman? Of yeah. Yeah, of Funky Fresh. So, Washington Park, I was I'm curious to show, he was there at Washington Park. He'll give you a dollar off if you do like 20 squats or some kind of exercise. Yes, he does do that. Yep. And I he looked at him like, yeah, you just keep my dollar. <laughs> Wow, Tariq, I, I thought even you, Mr. Cheapskate, would have tried to do that challenge. Then I'd be in pain well, and then I want to eat and be like, oh. Okay, so hurting. the other thing you need to know about Funky Fresh, though, is that he is like, he's a trainer. He has. He's a personal trainer. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, he he's, has a really interesting background where he, I don't know if he was a sheet metal worker, something like mm. that, lost his job, decided he was overweight mm. at the same time. He's like, you know what, I got to get fit. So decided to start working out, eating mm. better, eating healthier. That's where Funky Fresh came That's from cool. because they are baked, not fried. Yeah, they're kind of, well, they're seared. Right, but yeah. they're not deep not fried, deep fried is what yeah. I'm saying. So, uh, okay, so find some Funky Fresh spring rolls, which have very interesting filling. I would love to really see people do exercises kinds. after drinking like eight beers. Oh, no, I would not <laughs> want to see that. Uh, Happy Dough Lucky, Pigtails, Double B's barbecue, the saucy swine. You can imagine they're, some. What they some were the, of these I was judging the uh, big gig barbecue, and they yeah. were there. And I didn't get a chance. I hear they're they're pretty good. Okay. They're they're, I, they're a food truck. I never heard of them until I was at the big gig, the big barbecue. Yeah. Big the, gig big, bar the big the big gig. Yeah, big gig, big gig barbecue. Barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, yeah, plenty of food food choices down there at the Bayview Bash cool. on Saturday from 11 to 10. And then for a more refined experience, what's going on at Bavette? Oh, right, Bavette. Bavette is uh, this great little uh, butcher shop uh, restaurant in the Third Ward. With a James Beard-nominated yes. chef. Karen Bell, who's who's in the process of opening Bavette number 2. It's going to be part of the Spur 16, no, the Spur 16 development up in Mequon. Oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, but she's doing a wine dinner coming up on Tuesday, the 25th of September. And it's, um, so it's a, the, the, the winery is called Krupp Brothers. It's a, it's a Napa Valley winery that specializes in high-end artisan wines that are like limited production. So really, you know, small batch, um, complex, age-worthy wines. Hmm. Really nice, really fine wines. So, so is it like, are they limited edition? So they do a batch and they don't they, do they, that same batch anymore? Probably like, not. Okay. So, you know, every, and every time they do it, it's probably going to be a little bit different okay. depending on the weather, the grapes and what, you know, mm-hmm. what's going on that particular year. Uh, so anyway, the menu is five courses and, um, First first course is going to be a seared scallop with bacon, chanterelle, mushrooms, and smoked almonds paired with a Chardonnay. Next course is a five-spice pork cheek with cauliflower, Door oh. County cherry, and fennel uh, with so a good. red blend. So it's a red mm. blend wine. Um, the next course is going to be an asobuco with wheat pasta, carrot puree, bone marrow, aged cheddar, and horseradish. Uh, that's going to be paired with a Cabernet Sauvignon. And um, the next course is a filet mignon with truffled mushroom duxelle, foie gras sauce, potato galette, and a red wine braised onion with um, a, 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 a wine that's called, it's the, it's the Krupp it. Brothers Stagecoach Vineyard Water Witch Red. Water Witch, as in, Can yes. you do that five more witch. times real fast? No, I'm oh. not. Um, and then, I think this is really funny. They haven't quite decided what the dessert course is going to be, so they just said something sweet. Uh, they did invite me over at that time to hang out, so maybe it's... <laughs> oh, just kidding. This is showing up around about the time that the Five Spice Pork Cheek comes out. I am right? not that confident. Uh, just being funny. Anyway. But you're that hungry for a pork cheek. Oh, pork cheeks. Oh. Yeah. Oh, what, you just get Tariq started. Just say pork cheek. Yeah. Sexy. So sexy. <laughs> Ladies, if you want to date with Tariq, it's all about the poor cheek. cheek. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, finally, uh, I love when you do this in Milwaukee Magazine. You do these acts. You and do? You, I do. I, I well, think it's cute. Okay, let me tell you this. I, I would really love it. Maybe this Bites could help me get more questions because I'm always looking for... The promise is you ask Anne a question, she will answer it. And I, I get them, but I don't always get Here's a Here's a question. Yes. Anna, are you single? I don't answer that question. <laughs> you ask for a question. Like that. That, okay, but Because then sh- someone could probably take you on a date to get some good funny, food. But Tariq, I talk about food related. I answer food related questions. I do not. It I is, a food, specified related. It is said, a food related question. No, it's not. Because someone actually, if you're single, they actually on a date to get some food. Oh, Tariq. To your favorite place you reviewed. Don't See? we want to talk about a, a certain question that I answered? Yes, we want to talk about a certain question you uh, you were asked. And the question was, and asked, when do you do these? Is it like monthly? Yeah. Okay, it's monthly. So the question this month 
It was uh, about something you'd never heard of. I'd never heard of. It's uh, The question was, I keep seeing ads for Imperfect Produce. I'm trying to present, present the, the, the accent of this person. <laughs> How is it different from getting a subscription to a local farm for, and receiving regular boxes of what they grow? And? Yes, Tariq. It's very similar to a subscription to a farm. However, you're not really directly... Um, uh, subscribing to a local farm. Yep. Okay. It's a, so it's it's a, a much company. larger subscription service. It's a national company. Mm. It's San Francisco based. And um, they call from farms all over the country mm. and even in Mexico. I've read that. Mm. And, um, but their whole premise is um, kind of on this zero waste model in that. Um, the ugly they, foods that people throw away. Well, yeah. I mean, there's plenty and there's plenty of that stuff that doesn't meet the visual aesthetic standards of a grocery store. Mm -hmm. That stuff just goes, it goes to, you know, compost piles. Um, yeah, some of it might get donated, but some mm. of it just goes to waste, right? Because yeah, at the end of the day. I mean, nobody I mean, wants that two-headed carrot. You know, but at the end of the day, you're going to chop it up and put it in a stew or blend it, puree right. it. So why does it really matter what it looks like? Right. So sometimes we're talking about little imperfections yeah. like scars mm. or, um, yeah, it might be a potato that has like some weird Dense growth color, on it. Yeah. yeah. But um, a lot of this stuff is just perfectly acceptable and delicious. And some of it's organic. Some is non-organic. In fact, you can you can choose when you do your mm. subscription what you want, if okay. you want it organic or non. And you choose, you just go onto the site, subscribe, and you can order exactly what you want from month to month. And they deliver it to you. It's mm. um, I know several people that do it and love it. Um, it's mostly produce, but occasionally they will have things like olive oil and honey, mm. um, some other items. And it's uh, priced really well, I mm. understand. So they just recently entered the market. Correct. They're and new so, to the Milwaukee market. So we're looking at Instagram Instagram profile, which it's, I'm going to describe their photos on Instagram, but first I want to describe their little description. In uh, perfect produce, we deliver ugly produce to your door at a discount. Now in L.A., Bay Area, Portland, Seattle, Chicago, Indianapolis, Milwaukee, and San Antonio. But their Instagram is really cute. Mm -hmm. Well, they take imperfect uh, produce... Uh, and dress it up and make faces out of them. Mm -hmm. It's really cute. There's a uh, as potatoes, potatoes in and like a tutu. A tutu. Um, so cute with little that's, uh, that's clever marketing, I have to say. Actually taking it and making it like they give them the little crazy eyes, little plastic crazy eyes and put them on there. It's like a twisted mm -hmm. carrot, which I don't know how that grew. That's kind of cool, actually. I wouldn't even need it. I'd just have it out. As a decoration. <laughs> As a decoration. Yeah. It's kind of cool. But yeah, the, the Instagram page is really cool for Imperfect Produce, just just alone. And I'm going to say that I, I think we're going to see so much more of this um, this type of service where it, just trying not to waste so much food. Mm. I mean, that's really ultimately what it what it's about, you know, because mm. um, there's so much incredible amount of waste. Um, in a world where there's so much need to look at this photo, this guy has a leak in his hand. What would be nice is to get this stuff in the hands of people that yeah. can't afford it and 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 need it. I, mean, I am curious, like because they're in San Francisco, so they probably get produce closer to in Milwaukee. They, they probably don't get the Mexican stuff. That's probably it's more a, closely in the Midwest. Yeah, just I, because of delivering produce over. There, I my understanding is that their goal is to place, um, you know, depending on what city you're you're in. Mm the produce would be coming as close to you or from farms as close to you as possible. Mm -hmm. Okay. At so least cool. that is so that still is what they <clears throat> hopefully they're still you're still still supporting local mm -hmm. or at least regional farmers. Do you 
support any subscription services like that? I did a review of one, uh-huh. and I had to cook something, and it was fun. I think I did it one more time, but it's just I'm a single guy, right? And you know, it's cooking for a single person. Leftovers get boring after a while, and right. So I don't. You know what's interesting it. about this though, because again, I have friends that, that do it. I mean, you can get like one zucchini and mm. like four pears. I mean, like you you, you can choose co- quantity. Okay, because usually so, there's some of the CS boxes are just like here you go. No, that's and why. It's like that's one I, of the things that I can't eat all this. Exactly, that's one of the things that that um, separates it okay. from CSA, which is short for Community Supported okay. Agriculture. Yeah. And that's why. I mean, if I was a family and had roommates, mm-hmm. I cook for people. Yeah, but as a single well, person, it's just this is why step. I think it works really well for single mm-hmm. people because you you can choose exactly how much of what. That's order. cool. Yeah. You know, my idea in college, my, my business idea was little boutique grocery stores with like stuff meant for single people and single portions. Yeah. You would think that would, that would be off the charts. It wouldn't be that big, but then you can look like things that, you know, Yeah. and it'd be affordable. Cause like some things I'm like, I'm not going to eat all this. No, I know. What am I going to do right. all this? You know? And it'd be perfectly portioned and stuff for based off calories and stuff. That was my idea for this little boutique. Of course, it'd probably be work well in big cities, but that was my idea. Mm-hmm. I forgot the name I was going to call it. Um, don't don't the, tell anybody because this this is a really viable idea. Tariq, the Lonely Grocer. Like, oh, it was called The Lonely Grocer. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what a cute name. <laughs> but anyway, Where I don't think you, it's a feasible is thing. Is there like a, like a safe where all these... Tariq ideas go. My mind does not stop. Even when I sleep. I, mean, I know. You're this incredible idea generator. I mean, my mind is, it's, 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 um, it's not just ideas. It's just thoughts. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous how much I'm just thinking. Like I've, I've done meditation and it does not work. <laughs> because you can't turn your mind off? My mind is on. Do you know what that means? That means you need meditation even more. Yeah, it doesn't work. We need to work with somebody. Like when people think, like even when people say, breathe, I'm thinking about, Breathing, the art of breathing. Like wow. Well, that's breathing. better than that's better than thinking about. And then that digresses into other things. Well, I was gonna say it's better than thinking about. Oh, what do I have to do after this? Yeah. Or what's due next week? Or or I think about breath mints because of breathing or something. Oh, that's what pops in. But anyway, well, that's uh, this week's edition of the Spites. Again, be on the lookout uh, in the future for a series of guides, fall guides, culinary guides for getaways in the Midwest cities. And we'll kick it off with Chicago. Uh, be on the lookout for that. This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast produced by Tyrone Miller. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the licensed lab with support from Society Insurance. And of course, your membership. Subscribe to the podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org or on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And as always, and stay hungry. And keep the malort cold. Malort flights coming next week. (laughs) Have a great one, Tariq. You too.